0: The rush of excitement and adrenaline. The thrill of the chase. The agony of defeat. These are all the feelings that we feel heading into week nine of the NFL fantasy season. Will you be prepared? Start six up next. Welcome. To the meeting. This is Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I'm your fantasy football mentor, Antoine Weisslicker. Follow me on all social media at Weislicker. Be true to thyself, embrace your addiction, and earn your chip. We're getting close, man. We have six more weeks of the fantasy football regular season. Before we get into the playoffs, that's six more opportunities for you to get out here and make a push for the playoffs. Don't give up. Don't let your opponents take advantage of you because I can guarantee you right now that there are some people that have quit. They have threw in the towel. They're not really making any waiver wire moves. They have decided, hey, I'm done. I'm four and four or I'm 3-5, and five, I'm done. You never know what'll happen here, man. Keep pushing forward. Keep putting the best roster lineups in that you can so that you can compile some victories and maybe you'll go on a run because if you make the playoffs, man, anything can happen at that point. Just like in real football, just like in the NFL, you anything can happen. Once you get into the playoffs. So keep pushing forward to doing doing that. Now this week with the Star Sits. Man we have a few teams on by. We have four teams on by actually. We have the Detroit Lions. They're on by. We have the Washington football team. They're on by. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And the Seattle Seahawks. They are all, all on by. Now it's interesting to note that Russell Wilson had the pin removed from his finger and one day after getting that pin removed he was spotted throwing the football that's good news because if he's going to be able to throw the football and be effective i'm sure that they're going to try to roll him out week 10 Maybe week 11. So we need to look out for that. That takes our fantasy options for the Seattle Seahawks, and that moves them up a little bit when Russell comes back. Now, granted, guys have been doing just fine with Geno as far as fantasy purposes are concerned, and they even won a game with Geno as the quarterback, which is great. They haven't lost too much traction. Even though the Cardinals and the Rams are holding down the top two spots in the division. You never know what will happen with the Seattle Seahawks if Russ can get back on the field. And the Buccaneers, Scotty Miller and Sean Murphy Bunting, they have both been designated to come off of I.R., that means that they will be available to play week 10. So right now, if you got us, you know, Antonio Brown is still dealing with the foot injury. He's been seen on the bicycle, but he still has the walking boot on. You might want to check out Scotty Miller. And then with Sean Murphy bunting coming back, That gives them another piece in the secondary. Once he gets his legs under him, you know, that that's a a good piece for them in the secondary. So we'll have to start looking at their defense and seeing if it's gonna step up a bit. With the Washington football team. Montez sweat fractured his jaw on Sunday. He could miss some time. They're saying maybe even if as, as many as four weeks. So that's a blow to their defense. Their defense had already been struggling. This is a blow to them. You know, you don't get that pressure on with the front seven. It's going to be rough for Washington. But they also are looking to activate the 21-day window for Logan Thomas. Now, with the 21-day window, what that means is that they believe that he is going to be ready to play. They make the decision that he can practice. So, he can practice, and they have 21 days to add him to the active roster. If not, he will remain on IR for the rest of the season. So, with them activating the 21-day window, they're thinking, hey, we get him into practice. He's going to be all right. He's going to look good, and we can put him back out on the field. That's what they're looking at for that. So we're going to look out for those types of things. If Logan Thomas is on the waiver wire for you, this is the week that you want to pick him up. While they have the buy. you want to go ahead and pick him up. We talked about that on the waiver wire show. You want to go ahead and pick him up and have him on your team a week early as opposed to trying to put him back on your team Once you get the news that they're going to, you know, play them. You don't want to wait until next week. You want to get them now while you can. All right. So starting off Thursday night game. We have the New York Jets facing off against the Indianapolis Colts. This is going to be in Indiana. Now. Now. We understand Mike White played an exceptional game last week with his first start. We got that. The Jets made a trade with the Kansas City Chiefs right before the trade deadline and got Tardiff, one of the offensive linemen over there in Kansas City, is gonna be on his team. But he's going to be out. He was just traded, but he's out for personal reasons. Of course, we know Zach Wilson is out. Um, Tevin Coleman is out with a hamstring injury. And it's not looking good for Corey Davis to even play in this game. Um, He's doubtful. And I'm probably going to lean towards him being out. He didn't practice. So... There we have it. Mekhi Becton is still a couple of weeks away from being able to return over on the Indianapolis side of the ball with the Colts. T.Y. Hilton is going to be out with the concussion. And Kahari Willis, he's going to be out with a calf injury. So what we're going to do here, because, yes, the Colts give up a lot to the wide receiver position as far as fantasy points are concerned. They also give up a lot of fantasy points to the quarterback position. They're giving up about 20 fantasy points to the quarterback position. And then as far as the wide receiver position, they're giving up about 25 to 26 fantasy points a week. It, that, That's a crazy average. Now, even though they're giving up that much here, the thing I see with the Indianapolis the Colts, I believe they're going to try to take away the underneath stuff because that's what Mike White was doing all last week. He was giving you that underneath stuff, dump offs to the running backs, things like that. I think they're going to try to take that away, and they are going to attempt to dare him to try to beat them deep. This way, yeah, he might complete some passes here and there, but they'll be able to to generate some turnovers or something. So Mike White here, I'm going to say to sit against a better Colts defense than the defense that he played against the Bengals. Jamison Crowder, we're going to say start him. We're going to say start Elijah Moore. The reason being is because I believe that this team is going to be down. They're going to have to throw the ball but there's going to be some mistakes made on the part of Mike White. Just like there was mistakes made against the Bengals. He threw two interceptions. I believe he's going to probably throw an interception here. That's what's going to take his threshold down, his, his numbers down below our threshold of the 15 points. So we're going Crowder, we're going more, and we're going to go Carter. Carter's going to get some dump-offs. He's still going to be able to run the football um, Not too much though But he's still involved uh, We're going to sit all other wide receivers We're going to sit the tight ends as well And we're going to sit the other running backs uh, That's Ty Johnson And whoever else they decide they're going to roll out Starters on the Colts side of the ball We're starting Wentz We're going to start Jonathan Taylor The New York Jets they're, They've they been giving up a little bit Here to the running back position Jonathan Taylor should should do do pretty good here. We're also going to start Michael Pittman coming off of two straight weeks with 20-plus fantasy points. We're going to ride that hot hand. We're going to let him go ahead and stay in our lineups if we already have him in our lineups. We're going to sit all other wide receivers. Uh, we know T.Y. Hilton is not going to play, but and, and Paris Campbell is out. So we're not really going to trust uh, Zach Pascal, you know, We're going to go ahead and sit him. We're going to sit Naeem Hines. We also are going to sit Marlon Mack. We understand that he didn't get traded before the trade deadline. They might utilize him a little bit more, which, again, cuts into some time that Naeem Hines is going to be having if they utilize him just a tad bit more, just to try to, you know, keep him happy for the rest of the season. We're going to also sit the tight ends. Being that we don't know which tight end is going to be the guy, we're still going to sit these guys. I believe that one of their tight ends is going to have decent numbers, but because I don't know which one of it's going to be, I'm gonna. this is the first time you're going to hear me say this caveat here. I believe that one of the Colts' tight ends is going to get our threshold of 8 to 10 fantasy points. I believe that. I just don't know which one it's going to be, so unfortunately, I have to say sit all of them at this particular point. That's Jack Doyle. That's Mo Alley Cox. Um uh, who's the other guy? Grayson, I think, is the other guy. There's too many, too many guys over there getting getting the share. I don't know which one of them is gonna be, but I do know that it's going to be one of them. Up next, we got the Atlanta Falcons facing off against the New Orleans Saints. We already know that Calvin Ridley, is, he stepped away from football to deal with his mental health issues. We wish him all the best. I know that in some of the Facebook groups I've been in, some of the stuff on social media has been saying, oh, like he needs to man up, things like that. Sometimes you got to step away, man. You got to step away from the game in order to preserve your health, whether it's physical health, mental health, spiritual, or emotional. Man, you have to do that. You got to get yourself right. You know, we've seen stuff on online where people are just saying, like, hey, you know, I wish I could call out to my boss and say, I'm not coming until I get my mental health straight and still get paid. Like, nobody knows the, the entire situation of why this guy stepped away from football. But, You know, hopefully he get himself right and he'll get back on the field. Fantasy owners, you know, of course, we're missing him. But, you know, the guy has to do what the guy has to do. You know, Russell Gage was limited in practice with a groin injury on Wednesday. Over on the New Orleans side here, Ty Montgomery did not practice with a hamstring injury on Wednesday. Uh, Jenkins did not practice with the knee injury. Armstead has a groin injury. Taysom Hill, concussion, they both were limited in practice. Of course, we know Jameis Winston tore his ACL. He's out for the year. And then Michael Thomas went, went online, went on to his social media, said that he had a setback with his ankle injury and he's going to have to miss the remainder of the season. Of course, that raised my eyebrows with people. Like, man, we thought you were coming back. You opted to have the surgery in June. Waited so long to have a surgery. What's going on with you? People are speculating that the man doesn't want to play anymore, man. But I don't know if that's the case, that he doesn't want to play anymore. Maybe he just doesn't want to play for the Saints anymore. But I believe they had given him a big money deal before all this has happened. So I mean, you're still at a, in a at a situation where you're gonna have to do something. So who knows what he's gonna do this offseason. season? Who knows what the Saints are gonna do? Maybe they trade him, maybe not. We know that the Saints knew that he wasn't going to be available to play. They went after some some guys as far as trade targets at the wide receiver position before the trade deadline, but they were not able to be successful in getting somebody. So with the Saints, if Taysom Hill is available to play, we are going to play him. He has the rushing upside. He's going to get us 15 fantasy points easily if he's available to play. There's not a question about that. And, of course, there's not a question about us starting Alvin Kamara. Now, with Trevor Simeon, if he is to start, we are not going to start him. We're going to sit him in this game. He played pretty decent when he came in, but I still don't think he's going to reach our threshold as far as with the points are concerned. Mark Ingram, we're sitting him as well. Callaway, Harris, and the tight ends. We're sitting all of those guys. If Taysom Hill is a quarterback, being that we believe that he's going to rush a little bit more, um, it's going to be a a small passing number for him. I think maybe 215, 216 yards. He might get a touchdown, uh, might get an interception. But his rushing upside is what's going to help us. And that's also going to help Alvin Kamara a little bit as well. Alvin Kamara was instantly helped with uh, Mark Ingram coming onto the team. And once Mark Ingram gets back into the flow of things, which I think he'll probably get back into the flow this week, but it'll be a small uptick in what he did from last week. Um, Over on the Falcons side of the ball, of course, we're starting Matt Ryan. We're going to start Kyle Pitts, and we're going to start Cordell Patterson. This The New Orleans Saints are very good at stopping a run here. Mike Davis, we're going to sit. We're going to sit the wide receivers. Um, I don't know if any of these guys are going to be able to contend with the Saints' secondary. Russell Gage, groin injury. Yeah, he's practicing, but going into the game with a groin injury, a hamstring injury, any type of leg injury like that for a wide receiver is not the best thing for me in fantasy. So I just, you know, push them guys aside here. In the tight end position, the Saints don't give up a lot to the tight end position. So Hayden Hurst is going to be a sit for us as well. Now I know what you're thinking. Yo, you just said that the Saints don't give up a lot to the tight end position. What about Kyle Pitts? He's the tight end. Kyle Pitts does not play tight end. Like, if you watch the game, this guy lines up on the outside. He lines up in the slot with a three wide receiver sets. He's lining up as a receiver. He lines up as a receiver. I believe over 75% of his snaps, he's in a receiver role. He's not playing the traditional tight end. So, yes, when they put out their packages... Their personnel is a two tight end set with him and Hayden Hurst, but Hayden Hurst is playing a traditional tight end and he's playing more of a hybrid wide, wide out role. So that's why we're starting him. Up next, we have the Denver Broncos facing off against the Dallas Cowboys. With the Denver Broncos, Noah Fant is going to be out of this game. He is on the COVID list. Of course, Bryce Callahan, knee injury. He was placed on IR. Darby, shoulder injury, limited practice. And the backup tight end, oh, I can't pronounce this guy's name, but the backup tight end, go look him up, Okawatana. not Okawamana, Okawamana, I think his name is. I, I'm going to be honest, I don't know how to pronounce his name. But the backup tight end, He is limited in practice. He's been limited with a knee injury. So what we're doing with them, no tight ends. We're not going to start any of their tight ends. We're going to sit them. Melvin Gordon, we're going to sit him as well. The Dallas Cowboys have surprisingly been doing pretty decent against the run. Tim Patrick, we're going to sit him as well. Jared Judy is back. We believe Jared Judy is going to be more into the flow. So we're starting Jared Judy. We're going to start Cortland Sutton. We're going to start uh, Teddy Bridgewater. And we're going to start Javante Williams. These are the starters that we're going to go with. We believe that the the passing attack is going to be how they're going to be able to 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 get those points for us. We know the Cowboys, they give up a lot of passing yards. And they t- tend to be involved in shootouts. All right. Trayvon Diggs, he is back in practice. He fully practice, even though he has uh, sprained the ankle a little bit or tweaked the ankle. Um, He's back. Blake Jowen, hip injury. Him and Tyron Smith did not practice. Tyron Smith, the, the tackle out there. It was said that he has a bone spurt in his ankle. He might miss some time, like significant time. So we'll have to look out for that. But I doubt that he's gonna play. I think he's doubtful for this game, so I don't think he's gonna play. C.D. Lamb with an ankle injury. Amari Cooper with the hamstring injury we saw in the game on in the game the last game that he played. He was out there with the massaging on the on the on the hamstring, rolling it with the tennis ball and everything. Uh, he completed the game. I don't think this hamstring injury is gonna keep him out of the game, but we do have to check out for him, make sure that he's going to be playing all the snaps. He's been limited in practice right now, so just look out for it. Uh, Dak Prescott limited in practice with the calf injury as well. You got to look out to see if he's actually going to play. Yes, he practiced all last week as well. Game time decision, went through the walkthrough. They said he looked fine during the walkthrough, but they still wanted to take that precautionary measure to not play him. Cooper Rush won them a game, so it probably will be another situation where Dak Prescott might not play. He might not play if they feel like this game is is winnable for them without him because of how long the season is. They might not play him, Um, so we have to look out for that. Michael Gallup, they say he's still – they want to see him put in another week of practice, another week of work before they put him out there. So Michael Gallup, again, is not going to be playing this week. So what we're going to do is, if Dak Prescott is playing, we're going to start Dak Prescott. If not, Cooper Rush is the guy. He's got so many weapons, we're just going to go ahead and put him out there as well. C.D. Lamb, if he's available, we're starting him. Amari Cooper as well. Zeke, we're starting him. The tight ends, we're going to sit them. The Broncos do pretty good against the tight end position. Yes, they just traded away Von Miller, but they he hasn't played the last couple of weeks anyways due to an ankle injury, so I think they'll still be able to do, do what they need to do here. So we're going to sit the tight ends. We're going to sit uh, Tony Pollard as well. Yes, he's playing pretty decent, but he's not hitting our threshold. He hasn't hit our threshold in, I think, four weeks, so... We're just going to go ahead and we're going to sit Tony Pollard. And, yes, Cedric Wilson gave us a pretty good performance last week, but he hasn't been consistent with that. We're going to say sit him again. Up next, we have the New England Patriots. They're going to be facing off against the Carolina Panthers. Now, with the New England Patriots, they have a bevy of injuries that they're dealing with. Um... Guys have been limited in practice, or J.C. Jackson, he did not practice due to an illness. Um, no real injury there for him. It was just an illness. So he was the only one who didn't practice. All the rest of the guys were limited in practice. That includes Shaq Mason uh, with the abdomen injury, Jonu Smith with the shoulder injury, Calvin Noy with the groin injury, and... Um, Carl Davis with the hand injury and Christian Barmore with the foot injury. Now we know that the uh, that the New England Patriots love to put tons of guys on the injury report and call them questionable and limited in practice. You take that shit with a grain of salt. Um, Belichick's been doing that shit for years. It's whatever. We'll wait and see who plays. But as far as with this, we're going Harris, Myers, Hunter Henry. We're sitting Jones, Kendrick Bourne, and we're sitting O. Smith. O. Smith just doesn't seem to be hitting our thresholds. as more Hunter Henry. He's more of the passing guy. Uh, O. Smith is used as an all-purpose tight end. He's blocking out of the backfield. He's being very productive, and he's playing well for the team. But as far as fantasy production is concerned, he's not hitting that for us. Over on the Carolina spot of the ball. Sam Darnold, concussion. He's been limited in practice. But P.J. Walker has been taking first team reps just in case. So we have to look out for that to see if he clears that concussion protocol and he gets out there on the field. Terrace Marshall Jr. finally logged a full practice. It's been a while since he actually practiced. So that's good to see. Hopefully he's on track to be back this week to play in this game. Christian McCaffrey was designated to return from IR, but Matt Rule has been very vague about the availability of Christian McCaffrey. He doesn't seem to want to tell us whether or not Christian McCaffrey is going to play. We don't care if you tip your hand. Why why do we care? Defenses cannot stop Christian McCaffrey. It's not like, oh, we have the game plan for Christian McCaffrey. Yes, they always game plan for Christian McCaffrey. But why are you trying to be so vague as if telling if he's going to play is going to spoil the opposition's game plan or something? It doesn't matter if they know if Christian McCaffrey is playing or not. They can't stop him if he's fully healthy and out there on the field. It just makes no sense to be. And there's rumors circulating that this guy is missing the college game, and he's probably going to go back to it, yada, yada, yada. Now, over on the Carolina side of the ball, if Christian McCaffrey is playing, we're going to start him. If Chuba Hubbard is playing, we're going to start him. We're going to start DJ Moore. We're going to sit Sam Darnold if he's available to play, as well as P.J. Walker. We're going to sit both those guys if they're available to play. We're going to sit Robbie Anderson still not doing much for us, and we're going to sit the tight ends. I know Tommy Tremble caught a couple passes last week, but he still didn't hit our threshold. And that's what we need to see from him before we start putting him out there in our lineups. Up next, man, we have the Minnesota Vikings traveling to Baltimore to face the Ravens. Now, with the Minnesota Vikings, Densler, ankle injury, did not practice. Anthony Barr, knee injury, did not practice. Daniel Hunter was placed on IR with a pectoral injury. He's going to be missing some time there. The Baltimore Ravens, Latavius Murray, ankle injury, Sammy Watkins, thigh injury, uh, Brandon Williams, shoulder injury. All of these guys did not practice. So what we're doing here. Over on the Minnesota side of the ball. The Baltimore Ravens have been giving up a lot on the defensive side of the ball. They've been giving up a lot to all positions. We're gonna start Cook. We're gonna start uh Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Kirk Cousins, and they've given up a lot to the tight end position. We've told you guys that, you know, we flip-flop between Conklin and KJ Osborne. I believe this matchup here is the is the Conklin matchup because the Baltimore Ravens give up a lot of points to the fantasy tight end position. So we're going to go with Conklin this time, and we're going to go ahead and sit K.J. Osborne. Over on the Baltimore side of the ball, we're going Lamar, Bateman, Brown, Andrews. The passing attack should be working here. Being that we don't have Latavius Murray playing, these guys are going to try to continue to roll out Lev Bell and freaking Devontae Freeman. I'm not having it sitting running backs and sitting any other wide receivers. So that means if Sammy Watkins plays, we're still going to sit him. That means Duvernay and all those other guys, you can go ahead and sit them as well. Up next, we have the Cleveland Browns traveling to Cincinnati to face the Bengals. Now with the Cincinnati Bengals, Chris Evans with the hamstring injury and Alden Tate with thigh injury, they both were limited in practice and their center Hopkins, he did not practice with a knee injury. With the Cleveland Browns, they have a lot of people that did not practice or had limited practices. First, Jack Conklin, their offensive tackle, he is out Dislocated his elbow in the game last week. So he's going to be out. Jadavian Clowney didn't practice with an ankle injury. Uh, Malik Jackson didn't practice ankle injury. John Johnson didn't practice neck injury. Jairus Landry didn't practice knee injury. McKinley defensive end didn't practice groin injury Donovan Van P- Donovan Peoples-Jones he actually did practice logged the limited practice with the groin injury Denzel Ward limited practice with the hamstring injury J.C. Treder, limited practice with the knee injury so we got to look out for these guys who, who put in those limited practices we think they're going to be available to go um they have OBJ listed, Odell Beckham Jr. They have him listed as a shoulder injury, and he did not practice. But it was came out that he was excused for practice. Uh, the GM and, you know, Odell's agent is trying to figure out what the next steps for the wide receiver is going to be. A lot of speculation, a lot of reports saying that he wants out of Cleveland, which I would too, man. Dude's not getting the ball. And doesn't look like he's trying out there anymore, but, you know, you're on a team that runs the ball so much. Kevin Stefanski, I don't know what to say about him, man. Like, you should be able to 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 seamlessly get Odell involved. I mean, you did your thing with Justin Jefferson. No, he didn't have Justin Jefferson, not my apologies. Did he have Justin? No, he didn't have Justin Jefferson. You did your thing where you had... Uh, Stephon Diggs, and Adam Thielen. I don't understand how you can't make the two uh, wide receivers with Jarvis Landry and Odell Beckham work with Baker Mayfield, but it is what it is. In this game, we are starting Chubb. We're going to start Jarvis Landry if he's available. We're going to start Peoples-Jones if he's available, and Baker Mayfield. The Cincinnati defense gave up a lot to... Mike White last week, so we're expecting it'll probably be a little more of the same. We're sitting all of their tight ends, any other running backs, that includes Ernest Johnson, and any other wide receivers. That includes Odell if he's available to play. With the Cincinnati Bengals, we're basically starting the squad outside of Uzama. Uh, the Cleveland Browns, they do a good job not allowing the tight ends to go off. I think the highest that they've let a tight end score was seven fantasy points, which is basically way underneath what we what we do here. Um, well, not way underneath, but it, it's underneath the threshold. Um, so Burrow, Mixon, Chase, Higgins, Boyd. We're starting them all. Up next, man, we have the Buffalo Bills versus the Jacksonville Jaguars with the Buffalo Bills. Cole Beasley didn't practice, rib injury, and Dawson Knox still didn't practice with his hand injury. Over on the Jacksonville side of the ball, James Robinson, heel injury, did not practice, and his backup, Carlos Hyde, was limited with a calf injury. With the Jacksonville Jaguars, we are not starting anybody in this game. Uh, I suspect this is going to be a hard day. For the Jags facing that, that tremendous defense that the Bills have, they turn it on when they need to, and they beat the teams that they're supposed to beat, and they beat those teams that they're supposed to beat handily, and I think this is going to be one of those those instances, so we are starting the squad, if Dawson Knox is not available, we are not starting any other tight end, if he's not available. That goes for you, Sweeney. We're not playing you. But if Dawson Knox is available, even if, matter of fact, even if Dawson Knox is available because it's a hand injury, I'm still going to say sit him. But as far as the starts, we're starting Allen, Moss, Diggs, Singletary, Sanders, and Beasley if he's available to play. Up next, we got the Houston Texans versus the Miami Dolphins. Of course, the trade did not happen. They did not move Deshaun Watson to the Miami Dolphins for all these picks and everything and Tua and yada, yada, yada. They didn't do it. And these two teams are going to face each other, and it's not going to be pretty. It's not going to be pretty. There's going to be no defense played in this game. Maybe maybe some defense on the on the on the Miami side of the ball. Maybe they'll play some defense, but I don't suspect it's going to be much defense played. I think it's going to be a shootout here. Uh, this is going to be one of those pretty decent games that we're going to see, um, even though it appears to be you know two, I'm going to say mediocre teams. Um, but I think this is going to be a, a pretty decent game here. Um, over on the Texas side of the ball. Farel Brown did not practice thigh injury. Curtis did not practice thumb injury. Burkhead and Conley were limited to practice. Burkhead with a hip injury. Uh, Conley with the calf injury. Tyrod Taylor, yes, he has been practicing. We have to look out for him. They said it when he be when he is ready, he is going to be the starter. The, he didn't suit up last week, so Davis Mills went back out there. But if this is the week that Tyrod Taylor is going to be out there, we're going to roll them out. Uh, matter of fact, even if Davis Mills is a starter, we're going to roll them out. Uh, we're going to roll out both of the running backs there. That's Phillip Lindsey and David Johnson. We're also going to roll out Brandon Cooks. And we're going to roll out the rookie Brevin Jordan. Wide receiver. Not wide receiver. Excuse me. Tight end. We're going to put him out there. All other wide receivers, we're going to sit. Tua, we're starting. Parker and Waddle, we're starting. Well, that's if Parker is available. He limited in practice with a shoulder. Tua limited in practice with ribs and a finger injury. This is a new injury that occurred. Limited in practice. Baker with the knee injury. He was limited in practice as well. Fuller still not active, still not eligible, still not active on the IR, so he's still not at practice. But like I said, we're gonna start Tua, we're gonna start Waddle, Parker if he's available, Gaskins and Jazeki. We're gonna sit Ahmed in this particular matchup, but that's what we're gonna do with those guys. Up next, man, we have the Las Vegas Raiders coming off their bye, going to New Jersey to face the New York. Giants, no major injuries for the Las Vegas Raiders. However, Henry Ruggs did get released uh, due to his charges, felony charges with DUI resulting in death. Um, Ran into the back of somebody, killed a woman and a dog. It's not a good thing. Uh, That's why on a Two Cents and Nonsense podcast, we always advocate, man, don't be drinking and driving. You know what I'm saying? You got so many car services, Uber, Lyft, all that. Taxis. You know what I'm saying? Out in Vegas, especially. You got plenty of ride services that you could have coulda could have taken. You know. Not here to really discuss too much about that. You can catch some stuff that I say on social media about that type of thing. But moving on. With the New York Giants, Saquon Barkley is going to be out of this game again. This time, though, he was placed on the COVID list. Um, Kadarius Toney, thumb injury, limited in practice. Kenny Galladay, knee injury. Dante Pettis, shoulder injury. And Sterling Shepard, quad injury. All denied practice. It's trending for Sterling Shepard not to play with the quad injury. But as far as Kenny Galladay, we'll look out for that. I don't believe he's going to play in this game, though. So with the Giants, we're rolling out. Daniel Jones, Evan Ingram. This is a matchup where Evan Ingram should have his coming out party. The Vegas Raiders, they give up a lot of fantasy points to the tight end position. So we're looking for him to have that big game this this week. He just barely reached our threshold last week. I don't think he didn't even catch a pass until like the fourth quarter. It was a touchdown. He made it count. But I was sweating bullets out there, man. I almost—if he wouldn't have caught him caught a pass the entire game, I would have lost by .5 points. It would have killed me. I just needed him to catch one pass, and he did that. He made it count. It was a touchdown. Uh, Devontae Booker, we're starting him. Kadarius Toney, if he's available, we're starting him. Uh, Like I said, Daniel Jones, all other wide receivers, we're going to sit them. That includes Kenny Galladay, if he's available to play. Over on the Raiders side of the ball, Jacobs, we're starting him. starting Derek Carr, we're starting Darren Waller. And Hunter Renfro, third and Renfro. We're starting third and Renfro. He should, you know, be able to get a lot more targets now that uh, Henry Ruggs is not going to be on the team. Uh, Brian Edwards, he's clutch. They use him in clutch late game situations, but they don't seem to be getting him involved throughout the game. That may change. This game, but for right now, we're gonna go ahead and sit him as well as King and Drake. Up next, we got the Los Angeles Chargers facing off against the Philadelphia Eagles. Herbert hand injury; he's been limited in practice. Justin Jackson quad injury; did not practice, and somebody else. I forget who this is. Never mind. Um, over on the Philadelphia Eagles side of the ball, Arcega Whiteside, ankle injury, did not practice. Jalen Rager, ankle injury, did not practice. Defensive tackle Hargrave, shoulder injury, did not practice. With this one, again, if Herbert is available, we are playing Herbert, Austin Eckler, Keenan Allen, and Mike Williams. If Herbert is not available, I have no idea who the fuck their backup is. Doesn't matter. Sit them. As well as the wide receivers. So if Herbert is not available to play, if he cannot play, sit the quarterback and the wide receivers, sit the tight ends, or any other running backs, no matter what. So other tight ends, so tight ends and running backs outside of Eckler, don't play them. With the Philadelphia Eagles, it's going to be tough for any of their receivers to get going. The Chargers don't give up a lot to the wide receivers. But because Jalen Hurts rushing upside, number four quarterback overall right now in fantasy, we're going to go ahead and play him. We're going to play Boston Scott, and we're going to play Dallas Goddard because they give up a lot to the tight end. Devontae Smith. Any other wide receivers that are available, we're going to sit them. And we're also going to sit any other running backs. That includes you, Jordan Howard. Yes, I'm talking to you, Jordan Howard. You're sitting. Sit your ass down. Up next, we have the Green Bay Packers facing off against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, the Green Bay Packers will be without the great Aaron Rodgers. He is tested positive for the COVID. He is out. He is not vaccinated. So he may even miss the next game after this one. They went and they signed Blake Bortles to the squad. Jordan Love is going to get the start. Kenny King is back at practice. He fully participated. Of course, Robert Tunyon with an ACL tear, and Kalen Hill with an ACL tear as well. Both of those guys out for the year. It sucks for Kalen Hill because of the way he got hit on the kick return. Dude went right at his knee. Like, dog, you killing me, you know. I understand, man, with the medical advancements, man, you can come back from an ACL tear, but dude, hit me high, man. I don't give a fuck about no, like, yo, I mean, I don't know, man, like, some people say hit me high, man, I just want to be able to walk, you know, even if I'm walking a little woozy from a concussion, like, I'm still being able to walk, I want to be able to walk, you know, but also, man, you don't want CTE. So no matter what the hits, those those hard hits, man, will, will crush your career. But it just sucks that that man, that that rookie running back on a special teams play, running the ball back, gets hit so hard, helmet straight to the knee. This is bad business, man. Devontae Adams is returning to practice this week. Um, over on the Chiefs' side of the ball, Chris Jones' back injury was limited in practice. And the offensive lineman, Rimmers, he is, he did not practice due to the knee injury. Of course, we start the same people all the time over here for the Chiefs. That's Patrick Mahomes, that's Tyreek Hill, and Travis Kelsey because you never know which what, what you're going to get with them. They could blow up and give you 40 points. You got to put them out there. You gotta live with the bust. You gotta live with the bust. But we're also gonna start Derek Gore. He played a tremendous game, um, just barely reaching our threshold. But this time, I believe he's gonna he's gonna obliterate our threshold, and he's probably gonna get roughly fifteen to seventeen fantasy points this week, I believe. Daryl Williams, I believe he lost his he, he lost his role as far as the primary running back. Um, from the performance that Derek Gore was able to put down. But we're going to see him in the third down role. He's going to come in for passing down for pass protection. But Daryl Williams, we're going to sit. And any other wide receivers, we're going to sit. That goes for you, me, Cole Hartman. With the Green Bay Packers, we're going to start Jordan Love. Especially if he has Devontae Adams available to play. Devontae Adams, Jordan Love, Alan Lazard. That's a good combination for him. We're not starting Alan Lazard, but Devontae Adams, we're going to start him. We're going to start Aaron Jones. We're going to start Jordan Love. And we're going to start the tight end, Degara. So look out for him. Degaria. Dagara, Degara. 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 I'm bad at announcing name. I'm I'm bad at pro- the pronunciation the, whatever. I'm bad at pronouncing names. Or announcing. Is it announce annunciation or pronunciation? Pronunciation. Yeah. I'm bad at you know pronouncing names. That's that's my bad. It's my bad. But the tight end, Degara, backup tight end to uh Robert Tunyon, we're going to start him in this situation. Jordan Love is going to look for a safety valve. Of course, you look for your tight ends as a safety valve here and there. So I believe that he's going to be able to reach the threshold for us. A.J. Dillon, we're not going to start him. Even if he gets mad carries, he still hasn't hit our threshold from getting mad carries because he fumbles the fucking football. Sick. Other wide receivers, that's MVS. Alan Lazard, all those guys, we're going to sit them, even though they're going to be available to play in this game, potentially. Up next, man, we have the Arizona Cardinals facing off against the San Francisco 49ers. They're going to San Francisco here. Hudson, the designated return from IR. That's good shit. They need their center. They need their center. But J.J. Watt out with a shoulder injury. Don't know how long he's going to be out. I don't know if they – I don't think they designated him for IR yet. Kyler Murray's been dealing with an ankle injury. And DeAndre Hopkins with a hamstring injury. Both did not practice. Uh, Edmonds, shoulder injury. Guard Garcia, Achilles injury. Collins, shoulder injury. All were limited in practice, and A.J. Green is going to be out of this game. He was on the COVID list testing positive there. You also got to look out to see if any other wide receivers uh, who are close contact show up on the COVID list as well for the Cardinals. But for right now, if nobody shows up on that list, we're going Kyler Murray. We're going DeAndre Hopkins. We're going Christian Kirk. We're going Chase Edmonds if he's available to play, and we're going Zach Ertz. We're going to sit Rondell Moore, and we're going to sit James Conner in this instance. James Conner with the 49ers. We believe that the 49ers are able to stop the run a little bit better than the teams that they've been playing. Yes, we know that he's a goal line back, but I think the goal line work this time. I think they're not going to need the goal line work this time. I think that once they get into the red zone, they'll be able to, to get a good pass, or Kyler may even just take it in himself. With the 49ers, D Ford is back, full participant in practice. Uh, Mitchell with the ribs, Elijah Mitchell with the ribs, did not practice. Devo Samuel did not practice with a calf injury. Uh, Jimmy Ward. Quad injury, he's doubtful. He's probably not going to play. They do expect Debo to play with the calf injury, however. Trent Williams, ankle injury, did not practice. George Kittle designated for return from IR. So what we're looking at here, we're looking at Debo and we're looking at Kittle. Jimmy G with the Arizona defense. I think he's going to have a couple turnovers here. That's gonna keep him from being from hitting our threshold. We're gonna sit him. We're gonna sit Brandon Ayuk, and we're gonna sit the running backs if Eli Mitchell is not available. We're sitting all these running backs. I don't know which one of them it's gonna be if Eli is not available. It may be Trey Sermon. Trey Sermon looks slow as shit when he's running the fucking football. Like dude doesn't look he doesn't look like he has any burst. Nothing. Like, oh, my God, he's horrible. (laughs) But, yeah, so that's who we're starting and sitting for for those guys. Up next, we have the Tennessee Titans traveling to Los Angeles to face the Rams. This is the Sunday night game. Now, Julio Jones, hamstring injury, limited in practice. Bud Dupree, knee injury, limited in practice. We already know that. Derrick Henry had the foot injury. He is going to be out. He's on IR. He's going to be out for six to ten weeks, they say. Some people are even saying he may not return for the entire season. He's out for the year. That's what they're saying. We'll have to wait and see. But for this particular instance, he's not playing. They signed Adrian Peterson to the practice squad with all intentions of elevating him to the main roster. Will he be the starter or will it be Jeremy McNichols? I believe it's going to be Jeremy McNichols. We're going to start Jeremy McNichols because the Rams, again, give up pretty decent numbers on to the running backs. Yes, Von Miller is now on the team, but the specialty in the pass rush is what's making it so that we say don't play Ryan Tannehill. So Tannehill's is a sit. Adrian Peters is going to be a sit here. I don't even know if this guy is in game shape. You know, yes, they're going to put him out there. He's probably going to get some carries here and there, but I think McNichols is going to be the guy who they're going to start out giving him all the carries here in week, the majority of the carries here in week one. Adrian Peterson will be that guy moving forward. We know that the Tennessee Titans just like to hand the ball off, to hand the ball off, hand the ball off, hand the ball off, hand the ball off, and hand the ball off. Yes, Adrian Peterson is going to get his opportunities in the weeks to come, but... For this week, first game, don't know if he's in football shape. Well, not gonna say we don't know if he's in football shape. We don't know if he's in game shape. He hasn't played in game in a while here. So, we are playing AJ Brown. We are gonna play Julio if he's available to play. And like I said, we're gonna play Jeremy McNichols. All other wide receivers, if Julio doesn't play, still a sit. All tight ends are a sit. Adrian Peterson's a sit. And Ryan Tannehill sit Over on the Rams side of the ball, Sebastian Joseph Day, chest injury, limited in practice, did not practice. Matthew Stafford, back injury, did not practice, but he's going to play on Sunday. This dude ain't missing no games. He ain't missing no games. Unless the motherfucker can't walk, he ain't missing no games. Robert Woods, foot injury, did not practice. We're going to have to look out for that. I can't say that Robert Woods isn't going to play if he has a foot injury, but we have to look out for that. Um, Darius Williams has been designated for return from IR. That's a big, big, big plus for us uh, as Rams fans. That's a big plus for us. To have a starting cornerback on the field, it's been looking kind of rocky out there. Now, uh, what's this thing? Dante Dayton has stepped up. He's played pretty good in places where Rochelle and David Long had not played good. So, the defense is looking better and better each day, especially with the acquisition of Von Miller. He did not practice due to his ankle injury, but they fully expect him to be ready and suited up for the game on Sunday night. We're starting the squad here with the exception of Tyler Higbee. Um, If Robert Woods plays, if Robert Woods doesn't play, excuse me, if Robert Woods does not play, then Tyler Higbee is going to be a start But for right now, it's going to be a sit. So it's Stafford, Cup, Woods, Henderson, Jefferson, and Higby is a sit. But again, if you look and you see that Robert Woods is not playing, then Tyler Higby is a start for us. And finally, the Monday night game, we have the Chicago Bears traveling to Pittsburgh to face the Steelers. Marlon Mack's still dealing with the foot injury. Damon Williams with the knee injury. He's not going to play in this game. Uh, Eddie Jackson with the hamstring injury. Over on the Pittsburgh side of the ball, the only injury of note is Eric Ebron. He's questionable. We have to see if he's going to play. So, with the Steelers, we're starting Big Ben, Najee Harris, uh, Dante, Deontay Johnson, and Chase Claypool. If Eric Ebron is out, Pat Fryer Moof is a play for you. Any other wide receivers and tight ends are a sit. And if Eric Ebron is playing Pat Fryer we're gonna say sit. Just because Eric Ebron just takes too many snaps away from him um, at the moment. We believe I, I fully believe that, you know, the Steelers are probably gonna move on from Eric Ebron with the emergence of Pat Fryer Probably by the end of this season, Pat Fryer took over the starting role and have the majority of the snaps. With the Bears, Khalil Herbert, we're going to play him. We're going to play Justin Fields, and we're going to play his favorite target, Darnell Mooney. We're going to sit Robinson, and we're going to sit all the tight ends and other wide receivers and running backs. So, there you have it, people. Star 6 for week 9. I wish you nothing but the best. And your opponents, nothing but the worst. You will win your chip. You will earn that chip. We have to speak that shit into existence. We are getting ready for the fantasy playoffs. You have the trade deadline coming up for fantasy football leagues. So what we're going to possibly do next week for you guys is we're going to give you some guys to sell high and some guys to buy low. We're going to say sell these guys based on what we believe that their playoff schedule is going to be and how we think they are going to perform. And we're going to get some guys that you can buy low who they have not performed so far, but we believe that they're going to perform in the playoffs and moving forward. So we're going to talk about that next week. That's going to be the bonus episode for you guys next week. If I can get this shit together. You know, I do this part time. I try my hardest and my damnness to give you guys enough content that you love, that you enjoy. I enjoy doing the the meme of the what if trades before the deadline hopefully you enjoyed that as well we're going to talk about some trades here before the deadline again um i'll get back to doing some epi- and and hopefully i'll get back to doing some episodes where we talk about trades and the value of players and things like that we're trying to move forward as much as we can with as much content as we can. Yes, I still continue to do this part-time. I, I still have a full-time job. I have a family. I have a son. You know, it's it's difficult. I sit up late nights and record these episodes, man. I record them for you 2, 3 o'clock in the morning just so I can get them out to you. Um, you know, and I appreciate the people who are listening to this, man, I do this because I, as long as I can touch one person, I'm helping one person out here. I'm, I'm fine with it, man. Uh, you know, right now, I'm, I could safely say I'm probably only getting like three to four listeners, maybe, maybe five. But for the people who are here with me, listening to me, man, if you are sharing this podcast with somebody who else who else plays fantasy football and you guys are loving the content. Please, please continue to support, please continue to share it, please continue to listen and like I appreciate it, you know, it It was just something that I wanted to do Just because I felt like I was, you know, hearing a bunch of nonsense, a bunch of noise And I just wanted to help you guys cut through the noise So thank you again for listening to me, thank you for being here with me I will be back with you guys on the 2 cents and nonsense podcast on Saturday. We will give our predictions for each matchup. We'll also talk some other sports. Of course, we talk wrestling um, because we're big we're huge wrestling fans. So, stay tuned for the 2 cents and nonsense podcast. Also, I'll be back with you guys on Tuesday here on Fantasy AA with a touch of truth and the waiver wire wishes. Thank you so much. This has been Fantasy Addicts Anonymous, the only AA that's not for quitters. I've been Antoine Weisslicker, your fantasy football mentor. Be true to thyself, embrace your addiction, and earn your chip. I'll see you on the next one.